Hi, this is Victoria Miracle and Happy Time, Happy Money Podcast. Working in a marketing industry, I recognize that the most often problem I hear is that I don't have money or I don't have time. And then I realized I can help you with both, so why wait? This is not your typical create budgeting spreadsheet podcast. My goal for this podcast is to spread education around time, money, crypto, blockchain in the simplest language possible. Tune in and enjoy. Hello, hello, and welcome to Happy Time, Happy Money podcast. And today we have Crystal McGlory. She uses behavioral finance as a foundation to provide business consultancy and financial coaching. She's focused on improving the financial capability and well-being of business owners. Crystal is a chartered accountant, is known for connecting money to the mind as the starting point to, for improving financial dexterity. She is deeply passionate about the psychology of financial decision-making, financial education, and the opportunities it grants. Hi, and welcome, Crystal. Hi, thank you for having me. Absolutely pleasure. I would love to learn more about how did you become someone who's interested in you know, all the psychology around finances? Ah, it's a big story. So I am a trust accountant. I have been for, I think, over 10 years, definitely. I don't know exactly now. I've lost track. My plan wasn't originally to become a chartered accountant. I studied financial maths. In my household, it's kind of an unwritten rule that you have to go to university and just pursue, you know, quite a traditional career. So I did that. At the same time, so I was living in a single parent home raised by just my mother, and she was actually self-employed. So she was self-employed. She's a hairstylist. She has a salon, lovely. But she didn't have the skills to manage the finances of her business. So she struggled. So we were living, you know, struggling day to day to get by. And we managed, but it was, it was a challenge. And being the older sibling, uh, I was responsible for maintaining the household and keeping everything, you know, in good condition. So quite early on, I... I kind of became really aware of the importance of finance and the impact it can have on your day-to-day life. So as I said, I went on to become a trust accountant and doing that and being surrounded by people in finance in the working space, I obviously started to really improve my personal circumstances. So I acquired several properties, you know, just really built up a lot of money and done really well for myself. But the people that I grew up with and the community I was from didn't have a similar lifestyle to me as to the one I was developing. At the same time, it shows you how much I do, but at the same time, I was teaching maths and I started teaching maths when I was 18 years old. So I was still quite connected to the community. And yeah, I think I got to a point. So working as a chartered accountant within finance, the finance department of a company, I think I got to the point where I was quite frustrated seeing what was happening in the you know the general community and the the life that I was experiencing I was like I can do more and in terms of my passion and what I cared about I started to get to a place where this isn't enough for me this you know what I'm doing day to day I'm not fulfilling my purpose so I actually went away I quit quit everything I, I packed it all in I quit my 
really high paying job. Mother was quite upset. <laughs> uh, and I went traveling for a year and a half. So, and that provided the space for me to really, really tap into what was at my core and what I cared about. And I realized that what I cared about was women, finance, um, especially women being the head of the home, the fact that children often go to them for education and learning. And then you have a bunch of women who are founders or, you know, and the importance of women having their financial independence. So that, that became my real passion and drive and my focus area. That was quite a few years ago. So I came back to London, well, whilst I was traveling, actually, I set about creating a plan as to what I'm going to do. So obviously being a chartered accountant and being good at maths, it, it helped <laughs> with me setting up my own business. So I've gone on to set up a few business. Some have failed, which I understand is a common journey for many founders. And I currently do just that. I support people, men and women, mainly women. I guess that's um, down to women gravitating towards me to get that financial support. And on the mind side, so I don't just do finances. I actually focus on the founder themselves and where they are mentally. So, it's, you know, I've done a CBT course and I've, I've done quite a lot of psychology courses to understand how the mind processes financial decisions. And, you know, it's all about confidence and, you know, feeling like you're capable of learning this part of the business, you know, and I'm sure you're aware we're not taught this stuff in school. So people don't just pop out into the world as an adult and all of a sudden they're skilled with the financial, you know, education that they require. So I focus on the individual first, get them confident with the idea of learning about finance and take them gently on that journey, which is a large contrast to what a lot of the finance educators do today uh, I was just talking to someone about it today and a lot of them can be quite harsh in you know telling you off aggressively for making the wrong mistake you know at times and instead my approach is very different if you look on any of my socials you'll see I'm much more gentle about it because I can see there's a there's something underneath the surface that's going on for someone to make that decision so yeah that's what I do now and, and I've got lots of things in the pipeline that I want to do just to really help this space. Yeah, that's how I got here. That is so awesome. I would love for you to share the top three mistakes that people are making it before becoming financial free. Welcome to our short break where most people creating great content but not creating a great opening line. So no one sees it, the actual content. Let your content be seen by start using a proven, pre-written set of highly opening first lines in our content matrix, so you can attract more hot leads and convert more clients. Go to purposefulday.com forward slash easy content and get your 2021 content calendar using coupon code word podcast to get $10 off. And now we go back to our guest. In terms of business or personal? Personal and business. Yeah. Okay. I think on the business side, and this is funny, I was just putting something together before this call. On the business side, one would be people thinking that a attractively looking bank balance means they're doing well in business. It doesn't. And instead of me going into to detail now, basically, it doesn't take into account or reflect the liabilities you have. So things that you have to pay things that are due to be paid just because you have a lot of money right now you may still be liable to pay things out and you know 
again, with the finance education, you can learn what needs to be done and how to best analyze your financial position. Uh, another would be financial mistakes, you say? What? Did you say financial mistakes? Yes, the yeah. top three ones. Yeah, I think the other would be <laughs> trusting your mind. We are, we're humans and our brain likes to take the easiest route. So if you have a goal to maybe save a certain amount of money and you're not doing it right now, you're not saving as much as you'd like to, you haven't got those systems in place. If you, you know, for example, some people want to save monthly and they say, I'm going to save at the end of the month. So I get paid at the beginning. I'm going to you know, go through the month spending on what I need to and what's left I'll save. You're never going to save what you plan to save. You have to set up systems that force your hand that you're not in control of what you're doing. They're just happening in the background. Uh, and I think the third one would be, uh, back to business, I think it would be trusting your accountant to make the best financial decisions for your business. So an accountant is there to manage your day-to-day -day finances and maybe work on the statutory reporting, the legal side of your finances. They're not necessarily there to forecast your business and create the strategy to get you where you want to get to. And I think that's a, a common misconception that people have. And, and that's not that's not right. I love it. So you talk about behavioral you know, finance, like what is it and why do you speak about it? So it's 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 funny. It's an area that's been around for about just 10 years, actually. Uh, there's lots of research going into it and also into uh, neurofinance. I did a course on that and it was way too deep. It was literally looking at the brain and the structure of the brain. And I was like, too far. Behavioral finance is basically the psychology of financial decision making. So it's taking a look at the psychology of your brain, why you make decisions, how you make decisions, the influencing factors that get you to where you are today. And then focusing that expertise in the space of finance so if you look at or if you think about limiting beliefs or you know people who spend way more than they should be spending or sustaining an overdraft day to day it's looking at the psychologist to why somebody gets there so a lot of what I do is trying to understand that psychology and apply it to an individual to help them reflect first of all to understand what they're doing and why they're doing it and then find ways to kind of undo that or do the opposite to get them to where they want to get to. So is there the same thing that when people, let's say, overspending, like, is it the same trauma, I guess, or anything that will triggers that in every person or is it different for everybody? It's different. It's totally different. Mm -hmm. So if you think about an individual, so forget finances for a second, we're all so different. We grew up in a different society, uh, different community. Our, our parents taught us different things about finances. And also what I think people often forget is when you go to college or university, the people you interact with, with there impacts the decisions you make. You know, whether it's peer pressure or it's a partner, there's so many different factors that influence you and what you believe about yourself and about money. As you continue to grow and, you know, you, you evolve, all of that blends together. So it's, you know, the starting point is looking at, okay, what are you doing that's maybe hindering you get, you know, getting you to where you want to get to? Okay, why do you feel that? What do you feel? What's the thought process? And really unpicking that process. Love it. And the last question that I have for you is to fill in the blank. So filling the blank for me, if you really knew me, you will know that I am blank. Very silly. <laughs> 
That's awesome. I love it. All right. I know you have an awesome gift and actually it just is like two gifts in there. Can you share more about what it is and why our audience can must you go and grab it? Yeah, one's a, a startup finance manual, basically. It's just for people who have started a business or about to start a business and are really in a bit of a mess when it comes to what to do with their money uh, and how to manage it. So that's that's that one. And on the personal side, it's kind of a little money makeover. So if you haven't ever taken the time to look at your finances, this will help you by prompting you the range of questions to think about your finances in different areas and hopefully help you make decisions as to what to do. Awesome. Thank you so much. And if you're watching or listening to this episode and wonder where you can grab, grab it, just scroll down. There's going to be a link to our web page where you will find video, audio, transcript, and all the links that we mentioned in episode and more. Thank you so much for coming. And thank you so much for watching and listening to this episode. And I'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for the listening to this episode. And if you love this podcast, please make sure to rate, subscribe, and review. And of course, you can get in touch with me everywhere online at happytimehappymoney.com.